Welcome and thank you for joining me on this new episode of So, Am I Latin American Music? In this episode, we will go over the percussion part of the folkloric music, and we have very interesting participants for this one. So, let's get started. As I said before, on this episode, we will be talking with musicians that use the percussion or drums as their main instrument. With some of them, I have performed, and it's needless to say that I admire all of them. We will start with Claudio Ledesma, who is a percussionist from Salta. He has a very interesting history, so let's start listening what he has to share. Soy de Argentina, de la región del norte, donde acá este, se mantiene viva todavía la, la, la música popular folclórica. Claudio starts saying that he's from the north part of Argentina, where the so-called folkloric transmission is still alive. And he says that this goes beyond the historical references, this is still alive in the younger generations. It is lived day by day, and on the weekends, and on what we call the guitarreadas. He explains that the guitarreadas are get-togethers with family, friends, at common houses, and they share typical food like asado, which we can translate as some kind of barbecue share drinks like wine, beer, or just snacks. But the important thing is to get together. There are always guitars, singers, and therefore all the time someone will start singing a samba, chacarera, or andina music. And because of these traditions where music is always present, this city, Salta, is called the cradle of folk music. This is the reason why we always have good singers that are being born, new groups of music that they keep alive these folkloric manifestations. He shares that when he was a kid, where he was living, he got to know one of the groups that were doing music at that time and he was invited to get to know what they were doing and the instruments they were playing. So the drummer invited him to actually try the drums and sit on them. And he said, since that very moment where I met with this instrument, I felt like that I was looking to a spaceship. So my connection to music and this instrument is related to that very specific moment. A long time went by before I got my very own instrument. But in the meantime, I was just practicing on any surface that I could use as some kind of drums. When I finished with high school, I enrolled to the music school. And from that moment, my passion grew bigger 
And it is nowadays that every time I sit in front of the instrument, I feel the same passion that I felt when I was a kid. Con respecto a lo rítmico en, en el folclore, este, eh, nuestro ritmo está, este, tiene esta cuestión de la polirritmia. Regarding the rhythmic, he shares that these elements of the polyrhythms are very important in our music. And he says that this makes this music more rich in the rhythmic elements than other kind of musics. This enables a lot of changes that are possible to make on each song. From my perspective, I think that these characteristics and differences between the ways that different people play and perform these rhythms give place to an enormous amount of possibilities. And at the same time, it gives the structure for the folkloric manifestations. And these structures are not possible to change because when you do that, you are changing the genre, giving place to something new. And therefore, the traditional way of doing it is no longer the norm. Creo que, que los lugares, las vivencias, la vida cotidiana, todo lo que arrastra digamos, un lugar, una región, hace, digamos, ¿eh? ¿Cómo, ¿cómo sonaría? Este... He shares that every experience from each place has a significance on each of the genres. And he says, what I mean with this is that a chacarera played here in Salta sounds very different from one played by people from Buenos Aires. Some aspects are kept alive, but there are different flavors that each place adds to each music. Qué importante que es saber quiénes somos, el saber quién soy, ¿Quién me ha creado y para qué? Soy Com La She, mujer perteneciente al pueblo Com. Soy la madre, abuela, la cuidadora y transmisora de la memoria colectiva del pueblo Com. Now, we will listen to Uli Gómez. He's a percussionist from Corrientes, a province in the littoral region. He has a very deep connection to the native manifestations and a project that he is working with is with this singer from the Com community. Let's listen what he has to share with us.
Bueno, yo defino a la música popular, folclórica. Son dos palabras, popular por un lado y folclórica por el otro. Tienen relación las dos palabras para mí, pero igual... Uli says that popular and folkloric music are related, but not always the popular is the folkloric. In cities like mine, Corrientes, the popular is the folkloric. The chamamé is what many people listen to and consume. The definition of this music is linked to the place where one was born and raised. It is conformed by the sounds of each place. Here, in El Litoral, many things that are related with the land, like rivers, vegetation, the birds, the sonorities from the places where one belongs, and also with the history that defines the place. Specifically here, the coming of the colonizers meant the blending with the native people, the Guaranis, Com and Wichi, and the African race brought us slaves to America. Therefore, From this blending and the history behind it, the folkloric music was born. Eh, un, como un refugio durante muchos tiempos, en un tiempo de mi vida fue como, como eso, como un refugio de amor, de, de, de conexión, de espiritualidad. To me, the music was always a shelter. A shelter of love, respect, a place to learn. After many years of having this relationship with music and because of different experiences, I came to realize that music is one aspect of life. But in my own experience, it was really important in my own history. I think the solely fact of listening to music led me to establish links with the popular music. In my neighborhood, Cambacua, since my childhood, I liked to hear the drums playing from afar. That was like the big door into music and percussion. In this neighborhood, we always celebrated Saint Balthazar, and still do, with drums playing candombe and also dancing. This is the first memory I have of hearing the drums from afar. He continues sharing his personal history with music and he says that while I was in high school, I started to define my feelings toward music and the drums. I started to learn more by studying and traveling. I do believe it is a long journey. It is not something automatic that you find and that's it. To me, music and the drums are related with time more than with finding something in concrete. It is the feeling of moving along with that thing that you found to start walking that path of your journey. Que el ritmo 
no solamente es importante para un estilo folclórico popular. Talking more specifically about rhythm, he says that something that he learned from it is that rhythm is not only significant to a folkloric style, but it is significant for life itself. How we handle our times, how we walk, how we talk, how we breathe, how we express ourselves. All the time our movements are related to the rhythmic. That's why it is truly important in every sense of life. He also shares that for him, rhythm absolutely defines genres. As I said before, it is related to all the aspects of life and the nature of the place. That's why the samba sounds in its particular way. It has its own history. The same goes with the music from Peru, Mexico, and so on. It also establishes identities. For example, candombe is a rhythm with its own identity related to the different neighborhoods. In Montevideo, Uruguay, you can find different ways of playing it according to each place. With the chamamé, we can also talk about different styles, cangú, canción, among others. The genre is the same, but its identities are linked to the people that performed them. I think that everything is related with everything. We can draw parallelisms between rhythm and every aspect of life. We will listen to Jonathan Ser, who is another percussionist, really amazing musician, and as with all the other people, an amazing person. So he will share with us his experiences and his understanding about music, folk music, popular music, and the percussion. So let's listen what he has to share. Just to start, I would say that popular music 
is what doesn't belong to this classical music environment. But then in Argentina about folk music or folklore, what we call folklore, um, it's also popular music, but then we have to speak about the, the word popular as well. So that's quite a confusion. The folk music is for sure what belongs to the to the most typical and uh, the most traditional kind of music here in Argentina, which by the way has a, an European heritage, that's for sure. Then there's many other things that are developing now. At the moment there's many other music that for sure in let's say 50 slash 100 years will become folk music here in Argentina. And also we should not forget that classical music in Europe, for example, has a folk origin, that's for sure. We can speak about what is folk music now, currently at the moment. And then that can also be popular or not be popular. And it also depends on the region. It doesn't even belong to a country. It's about the region. I would like to speak now about Latin American music and drums were in many musics very important but then there's many other musics in Latin America that has no drums at all and, and that's how's the traditional way of playing it, those rhythms. Um, then about how rhythm works in those styles, I would say that it's absolutely important but the reason it's mainly because most of those rhythms, most of those typical musics were born as dances and it's not a calm dance at all it's for sure full of energy and it has this let's call it afro root inside that makes it very intense rhythmically intense so of course they need the rhythm to become these strong dances that they are Then about what music means in my life. Let's say that at some point it became a way of living and then I had a, a struggle to not let it become my center or let's say to not let it become the thing that define myself. I'm, I'm always trying to, to be a person, <laughs> not a musician, but a person that makes music and that also makes many other things. So let's say that music in my life is a miracle <laughs> that joined me and joined me during this beautiful path that life is. But I would not say that music is my life. I, I'm trying to not let it become my life. Then how popular music started in my life, I would say that, well, for sure it was with my father, because my father was always in this musical environment, or by playing, or by, by listening, because he's such a fan. He had the room for the series, for the albums, and, and that was amazing. That was, that was for sure something very, very central in, 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 my, in my life. And popular music started with him. 
he always listened to any kind of music. It could be from Turkey or from Italy or from Argentina or from Latin America. So popular music was always there, much, much more than classical music. And then I met this other guy that was some kind of of a mentor for me. And um, and he was from Salta, which is a, a province in the northwest of Argentina. So I learned with him to play Argentinian folk music and, and I had this beautiful and early uh, age professional life in folk music. With, let's say, 15 years old, I started to go on tour with many different projects and to play in many uh, folk music festivals all over Argentina. And that, was, that was absolutely beautiful and I think it, it defined me and it changed how I play and how I feel music because there's many things in folk music that cannot be translated to, to any known language. I mean, it only can be learned by playing and by living and there's no other way and I, I think that's beautiful. Even if you have a very traditional way of playing this, there's very clear aesthetical trademarks, let's call it trademarks, <laughs> that will always make it sound as the style, as the right style. And this trademark is something that it cannot even be explained with words. It's something like accent, like the mother tongue is even if we can try to build a method to play Latin American music, this is something that it can only be learned by being there and by sharing with that people and by being soaked for a while in that culture. And, and it has no price and there's no shortcuts. And then, still, I would dare to say that that is not the most important part of it. That's not the, the core of it. It's not so important to cut the music in a very pure form, but the statement that the artist has to give behind that. Just in, the, in this very same way that I hope you to not be paying attention to my accent, but the message that, I, that I'm bringing here. So I think that Latin American music has this very strong and deep heritage, but it's here to be shared. And it has a very strong meaning of freedom and tradition and innovation and connection with the roots. And all those things together, I think it's unbeatable combination. Um, and I'm very proud to belong to this tradition. Even when I come from a Polish family of immigrants that came to Argentina running from the war, that's something very special about Latin American tradition. There's a European wave that came here, mostly to the south, and now we are all part of this tradition, and I think that's amazing. Aunque mucho he padecido, no me engrilla la prudencia. Es una falsa experiencia. 
yes, of course, it's a factor that defines the tile or the precise gender. And that is for sure because there's very precise pattern that can define very clearly which kind of music are we playing. Uh, those patterns are traditional and they are how they were created, let's say, in the very origin of it. But then um, we have this very great luck that folk music and traditional music in Latin America, it's always moving, it's always developing. It's not a, a dusty piece in, in a museum being just locked in a glass cage. Um, there's many young authors and composers that kept working with this music and it's still going on and I think that's one of the things that makes me more proud about this music. At the moment in Latin America, there's many very traditional and conservative artists and there's many other young and vanguard uh, artists working on those same styles. And I think that's something very, very good. finish this episode, we will listen to what Anna Pujoli and other percussionists shared. She is also a very interesting person, a very amazing person that has a lot of knowledge. And as we have been listening to these other amazing musicians, we can see that they are very dedicated to the music to the study of the music and to the understanding of the depths of this music. So let's listen what Anna has to share with us. música popular folclórica eh, es una expresión musical que representa a una mayoría dentro de una comunidad. El sentir común de, de una mayoría de las personas, ¿no? Aunque también... She starts by saying that folkloric popular music is an expression that represents the majority within a community the similar feelings of the majority of the people. Even though, at the same time, everyone feels things in different ways, 
but I believe that there is an identity construction related to a feeling of belonging to a place with its landscapes and the beings that inhabit that place. Its histories, colors, tastes, flavors. The way of living, of working, of loving, of thinking. I think folklore speaks of all of this and that it feeds from an infinite source of things. Some from the popular imaginary, truth, jokes, from real and fantasy commonplaces. Nowadays, to say that something is popular in Argentina means that it is accessible to all people. Talking about folklore, I believe it is what sounds. It is on the streets. What the grandparents danced with their kids and the kids of their kids dance today. It goes from one generation to the next one, and it undergoes a process of transformation. It is a live language that regenerates itself, like the spoken word. Bueno, para mí la música es un universo, es un mar infinito. She says that music to her is an unending sea. It is everything. I dedicate my life to music. I study, perform, and teach. I travel with music, and I connect with myself, with others, with, with everything else. As it is infinite, it is also mysterious. It was always present in my life. My link with music started when I was a kid at my mom's house. We were always listening to music that we listened to on tapes. There you could find folkloric music from different parts of the world, and I traveled with it. I listened to them from both sides over and over again, to the point of knowing some of them by memory. Music to me is what takes me from one place to the other. Después ya de grande estaba estudiando la carrera de baterista en la escuela de música popular en Buenos Aires y conocí un poco por casualidad. She shares that as a grown-up, she started to study drums in Buenos Aires, and out of casualty, she met with this woman, a composer from Salta. This woman was. Sara Mamani, and she says that Sara Mamani was the one that started to teach her the ways to play the folklore on the drums. It was in an orally manner. So Anna says that in this way, Sara Mamani taught her the folkloric rhythms and forms of the music. So it is with Sara Mamani that Anna gave her first steps performing and recording folkloric music. They traveled and they went to Salta where eventually Anna stayed and lived there for a couple of years as part of her personal journey. After that, she got to know the Afro-Peruvian music and traveled to Peru to know that landscape. She lived that music and learned it. And she says that, with that curiosity and passion, each time I encountered with a new style, I have the luck 
of being able to go to the places to know and study with the people, the protagonist and the reference of that music. So when I say that the music is the one that takes me to different places, I'm being literal. Esa arena y se derrama mi corazón y salvarlo bueno, en el caso de la, de la música folclórica argentina, eh, norteña, digamos, ¿no? Yo creo que la función de la percusión es un acompañamiento. Y después hay secciones. And when she talks about the folkloric music from the north of Argentina, she says that for her, the function of the percussion is to accompany, but it is also a protagonist. It has its own place. It is always present, like the heart's beats. It has a protagonist role. In the case of the chacarera, malambo, and these styles that are influenced by an African flavor, this is related with the polyrhythmic. And she says, to me, this is truly profound in a philosophical way. What does the percussion do? It shows that there are other worlds in parallel, functioning at the same time, conversion, and that's pure magic. Sí, yo creo que sí, que el ritmo es el factor determinante. En muchos estilos, por ejemplo, en la música malinque de, de Guinea, And she says, in relation to the importance of the rhythm, I do believe that the rhythm is the determinant factor. For example, in the Malinka music from Guinea Conakry, the sound of the bass drums is the one that defines what style is being performed. I don't know if the identities are established through the rhythms, or if the rhythms are an affirmation of the identity. It is an expression of that identity. This is similar if we pay attention to the ways in which we talk. It is my experience that we play as we talk. Therefore, if you go to a community where everybody talks similar, with the same accent, it is possible to appreciate the similarities between the singing voice while speaking and the rhythms that are played. In the same way, it is with the dance, the poetry. I think that they speak of the same, like three different perspectives on the same thing. Thank you so much for joining me again on this new episode of the podcast. And before we finish, I just want to share a few personal things because this episode it's really significant to me because I do feel a very strong bond 
with the rhythmic aspect of the music. And also because two of the persons that participated on this podcast inspired me in a very profound way without them even knowing that they were encouraging me. With Claudio, I was a teenager when I went to listen to the band with whom he was performing. And I couldn't believe what I was hearing. It was so powerful, so interesting, so amazing that that encouraged me to keep going and keep studying. And as the time went on and I started becoming more professional and organizing different events in Salta, I had the opportunity to play with her in a jam session. And I cannot explain how powerful that performance was. And I could truly feel that magic that she talks about. And it was because the energy that she was putting into the performance. So I cannot ever forget that night. It was a really incredible experience. And now thanks to this podcast, I got connected with Uli and Jonathan, whom through their music are encouraging me to keep deepening my connection to popular music. Please leave me your comments on my personal Facebook, my personal website, or through Anchor voice messages. I'd love to hear your thoughts, and I will leave all the information down on the description of this episode. <laughs>